0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Joan and the Savvy Podcaster, Episode 8, Editing, Part 2, Mastering and Smashing. My name is Sailor Billings, and I created the audio sitcom The Ark of Joan. But this next 10-part series is dedicated to creating and producing audio drama podcasts without the use of a media conglomerate. Basically, it's for independent podcasters. The blog associated with this podcast is located at thearkofjoan.blogspot.com, that's ARC as in a rainbow, A-R-C, The com. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the final elements of editing the podcast. In Episode 7, we started an overview of the steps of editing, um, setting the preferences, uh, loading in the actors' sides, and then loading in the sound effects. So now that you've listened to each moment of your podcast, each vocal intonation, each sound effect 80 or so times, it's time to listen to it in full again. From beginning to end, you are listening all the way through now for the consumer's experience. Instead of stopping and starting, just listen to it while taking notes. Note the time signature and the flaw so you can go back and correct them. Then you listen to it again in full with the corrected flaws. And take notes on the new flaws you hear. And keep a careful eye on the track's volume and keep it out of the red zone. Then go grab a snack and give your ears a rest because you're almost done. Now that you've fixed the glaring mistakes, it's time for, you know, a fun part of an otherwise Sisyphus-seeming exercise, mastering or balancing everything out to ensure your intentions are meeting your expectations. I think at this point is where you want to scream, it's fine, but wait, there's a couple of easy things you can do to make it sound even better. So I've moved some of the traditional sound mixing steps like fade-ins and pannings into the mastering level. I know, I know, fading and panning is not mastering. I get that. (laughs) But I've moved it here because I found that it takes twice as long to do the fades and panning in that first editing phase versus like a second mastering phase. For me, the sound blending is the same as if I was painting. And I need to get all the paint on the canvas before I start blending the colors. Okay, so fade-ins and fade-outs. Have you ever noticed when people start talking, it's lower than when they're really getting going? Like, the beginning of a sentence is lower than at the end of it? I always fade in the show's theme music and fade out the theme music at the end of the show. But you may have a reason you want to jolt listeners awake, I don't know. I like to follow the old television show introductions. It's always music, lights, action. Um, I know that the famous saying is lights, music, action, but this is my podcast. So it's theme music, introduction. Welcome to Betty's Day Out, starring Betty as Betty, brought to you by Sternlich Productions. Bada boom, bada bing, and then you get the fade in music and fade out of the music, and then you fade in again, the establishing sound effects, you know, what are they, typing? A night owl hooting, people just talking, and then I do a slight quick fade-in to the actors. One way to keep the show from sounding flat is to pan the stereo. Uh, Try to picture the listener in the room with the characters, or better yet, if I'm listening to two people talking, I'm going to hear them directionally. Like I'll hear Sarah more in my right ear and Angie more in my left ear. And then Tommy walks in and I hear him equally in both ears. Um, In other words, you situate the people in a room. Um, This, by the way, is also very helpful if you have two actors that sound alike. So panning the actors can help differentiate them and situate them in a scene. And this is why you want to edit in wave because it's not compressed. You'll have two lines, the left and the right, in the voice track. Um, I rarely completely shut down the left or the right, unless it's a sound effect that I only need to come out of the right or left side. I just lift up either the right or left volume line and lower the other volume line throughout the scene. It just leaves the impression that the person is standing on my right, and when I do it the opposite way on the other vocal track, that that person is on my left. A lot of people use compression filter, and hey, if you know how to use it properly, go for it. Um, This is not the same compression that you'll do with the wave to MP3. This is the filter or the processor that's in the um, program as an effect. You have to be careful not to lose the actor's lines when you use this filter. Um, What it does is it takes the softest sounds, and it raises them up, and it takes the loudest sounds, and it dampens them down. I do not use it very often because I have a lot of people using different mics and different equipment. It's just easier to do it manually. I think I've used it like three times in my last podcast series. Um, mastering is very, very complex and it involves math. <laughs> and if you were mastering for music for a CD, You'd need all the bells and whistles, like the EQ, the limiter, the gain controls, offer. But here, I would recommend using a very light touch. Um, Just applying the basic EQ will be enough. Uh, You're aiming for an overall loudness for the whole episode to be about minus 16 to about minus 20 LUFS. Ready to pop the question? That plush. And the best part, for every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And you will set all of that when you do your mix down. Now, hopefully you've been mixing and mastering over with over-the-ear headphones But now is a good time to grab some earbuds and plug them in so you can hear how your listeners will hear the show. And give it a listen. What do you think? So eventually you're going to have to find a stopping point. I mean, you could tinker with this project. You fall out of your seat in a fetal position, giggling inanely to yourself. But you need to be okay with where it is and what you've accomplished. No one is born with the innate ability to create a highly produced audio drama, but you've finished. Does it have flaws? Probably. But you have found a spot where you can live with it and be proud of the work you've done. And part of you secretly thinks, no one is ever going to know how hard I worked on this. But people who need to know will know, and those who don't will criticize you. Ask me how I know. So before you do the mixdown or conversion to the MP3 files, save your WAV source file in three different places. Remember, back in the writing episodes, I told you not to throw anything away. This is where all that comes in handy. Lastly, in the editing, you are finally going to compress everything down to a single itty bitty MP3 file. So in Audacity, it's the export process. Anytime something asks you for metadata or metadata, however you want to pronounce it, just fill in the blank. And choose wisely here. Make sure it's the title and has your name on it. Um, I like to visualize this as the apartment building collapsing. All those little windows you've been sweating over, all those little sound effects and the voices living in all those little windows just collapsing together, safely landing in an MP3 pillow. And that little file I'm going to be sending around the world to go live in someone's ears. <laughs> um, I work on a Mac, so I load them into iTunes, and that's where I put a lot of my metadata, metadata, whatever you want to say, and I put them into my iPod, and I carry it around with me in different situations, and I listen to it for a couple of minutes, like on a walk or at the grocery, in the car, wherever the consumer will listen you should probably give it a listen. And by the way, how cool would it be if instead of that horrible piped-in music in the grocery um, that they played like an audio drama, like tonight from 7 to 7.30, Betty's Day Out, and you did your grocery shopping while listening to an audio drama. A lot of learning to edit is making mistakes, getting frustrated, and starting all over again. It's fine to do that. It's absolutely fine. Everybody has gone through it. Just make sure you save your files somewhere besides the editing program so that you don't make any mistakes you can't fix or lose files. And once you've finished your first episode, the following episodes are going to be so much easier. But also, after you finish a couple of episodes, it might be a good idea to put together a few trailers or advertisements for your series. You know, you just start a new project in your editing software and loading your show music and the clips you want to use. Uh, I would not use a different kind of music here because you want to start building recognition with your listeners. I mean, almost everyone knows the first few bars of their favorite television shows and definitely the show Friends. Whether you ever watched it or not, you're going to recognize the music. You can use the trailers for advertising or loading them into your pod as a pod host as like a coming soon episode. Um, You could use them at the end of the show as a next week on Betty's Day Out. Um, Trailers can be one to five minutes. Um, They should give the listener not just a feel for the series, but the who, what, when, where, why who's starring in it, whatever you want to put to advertise your show. I would highly recommend doing this. But, you know, make sure, make very sure that it's very good because a lot of times this is your audience's first interaction with your show. And you know what? Even if you just do a blip of next week, uh, Betty goes for a walk, da-da-da-da, whatever it is, make sure it's perfect for what you need. Um, And keep those files separate, and so whenever you need to use them or somebody asks for that, you can just email it off because it's going to be a small file. So that's it for now. Uh, Next week, we're going to go through the final steps of launching and publishing the podcast series. And if you haven't been told yet, I hope you have a great rest of your day. This series was created by Billy Bat Productions using helpful resources from Audacity, Freesound.org, FreemusicArchive.org, and the music is from John Bartman at johnbartman.com or johnbartman.fma.org. For links to these sites and our blog, please see our show notes.